Hey, this is TNA Knockout Gail Kim, and you're listening to the Rough House Podcast. Behold, a podcast for the ages, recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their war hammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Kristoff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rough House Podcast. Let's call it the Cold House Podcast this week. (laughs) (laughs) Episode number 342, recording date October 8, 2023. Hello, I am Marty. I'm Christoph, and uh, thank you guys uh, for for sticking with us here. Sorry we missed last week scheduling yes. uh, bit of bit of a sitch, and uh, today's not much better, but we're we're yeah. we're we're squeeze we're squeezing it in here. We're, we're making it happen. Uh, a lot has happened in the wrestling world. Just to give a high level of of what's going to happen here today, and what our patrons are going to be getting, we're going to do a full recap of Wrestle Dream for the Patreon. Mm-hmm. So uh, you'll you get all of our takes on last Sunday's pay per view. Spoiler alert, I think it's fair to say we had had a great time watching it. It was, it was fun. Yeah, it was, it really was very good. fun. Uh, but uh, it, so much has happened. It it, it could have been worse, Chris. We, we could have taken time away when, like, Vince McMahon stepped down. Or <laughs> when Vince McMahon came back, for that matter. Uh, yeah. But still, a, a lot is going on. And I think, Chris, probably the first thing we're, worth getting into this week. Last night, out of the blue... New tag champions crowned. Are your winners and the new undisputed WWE tag team champions. Is that Bert? Uso and the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. What freak announcer is that? Uh, I'm honestly not sure. Because I've gone on record saying I really can't stand what what Samantha uh, Irvin is that her name? Yeah, Samantha Irvin. Yeah. I can't stand what she does. Yes. Um, that I, was unbearable. Like I that, can't tell if that was her just being double extra. No, which, no, no. It, it it was a gentleman. I know that okay. much. Uh, I'm I'm trying to look up the current list of WWE employees. It's like that Greg Hamilton guy. Is he still around? Uh, I think Greg Hamilton got canned and then got really weird on Twitter. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. He did. Um, he but used yeah. Bray Wyatt's death to try and get his job get back. His job didn't he? Yeah, very, very <laughs> weird. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. very weird. That's not uh, the play, bro. Yeah, uh, not not the way to do it. Um, Mike Rome, that's who that is. Mike, Mike Rome, Rome is still there. Yes, that that was okay. him doing uh, an incredibly lengthy call uh, of the new undisputed tag champions crowned last night at Fastlane. But let's be honest, that's not really who we meant. I, I just thought it was funny that there were two tag title <laughs> champions in one night. I meant this one. Off the ropes! Come on! Spear! Spear plants Harwood! Pokes the leg! We got I new guess! champions! <laughs> Winners of this match and new AEW World Tag Team Champions! Large William and Ricky Starks are the Hell new yeah. AEW tag team champions. Let's go. Big Bill all day, baby. You know what? I'm I'm here for it. Ricky Starks has deserved a belt for some time. 
Right, not just the, the FTW Lord's work. belt. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he's been doing the Lord's work over on uh, the Collisioniverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's been killing it for God the entire time he's been in AEW. Uh, Big Bill. You and I both, when they brought him in as a one-off against Wardlow, we're like, why? Right. Why is any of this happening? But uh, he's become a damn fine big man. I got to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, like I have said, like, you know, especially when he started pairing up with, with Ricky, it's it's the Diesel Shawn Michaels yes. uh, parallel that, for me, that is a way to my heart. Oh, yeah. um, because what a great run they had back in the day. And, you know. Big Bill, I remember, you know, when they changed his name to Big Bill, I remember I being able to hear Justin's eyes roll <laughs> when we were talking to him about it. And I'm like, yes. no, man, this yeah. is it. No, this no, is no. this is the perfect amount of stupid for me. Yes. Um, and it's 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 a genius level of lazy, is, yes. is how I'll call it. So yeah. to call him Big Bill. His name is uh, Bill and he's big. Yeah. Done. I know. It's fantastic. It does what it says on the tin right there. And uh yeah, together, you know, they complement each other very very well and uh couldn't be happier this is apparently his the first title yes william morrissey has ever won ever in his won. career i i could sw- i could have sworn they had enzo and Cass won gold in in uh I, in nxt I but i like, am i'm maybe, wrong yeah maybe i'm wrong uh, maybe i'm with you on being wrong i i feel like they definitely came close multiple times but i think they got yeah. bumped up to main roster uh, yeah. Um, because the act was over as hell. Uh, it was. I, I mean, it was it was a new age outlaws level of yeah. sing along with this tag team. Um, yeah. And then, of course, you know, uh, it it to uh, coin a Tony Storm, it all went tits up for uh, <laughs> sure did <laughs> for that duo in WWE. Yeah, um, and then uh, an attempted uh, yes. invasion of Ring of Honor. An which attempted was, coup. <laughs> yeah. Good God, that was that was yeah. atrocious. Yeah, very bad. Not good. Turns out just walked by Madison angle. Square Garden yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. There's yeah. where I saw two careers die in real time. <laughs> oh, damn it. Patreon video viewers get something extra right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I was surprised. Like. They, they announced the match Wednesday on Dynamite, okay. and I just kind of wrote it off as like, oh, okay, you know, there'll, there'll be some shenanigans. Yeah, Fall Guy, Big Bill. Yeah, yeah, and and they built to it the week prior, so the night before Wrestle Dream, they did this all-star eight-man tag right. where uh, the heel team won, and it was Starks getting the pin on, I think it was Dax. I think um, you're right. So, Fun you know, match, too. Uh, yeah, super fun match. Um, I mean, look at the eight guys who were in it. Sure. Yeah. How was it not going to be fun? But I, I, I did not think that tag gold was going to be around the waists of this duo. Well, wrestling Twitter being rumors scuttlebutt heavy as it is. Yeah. What I'm what I'm seeing this morning, the yeah. room, the prevailing rumor is that the plan was for Aussie Open to win. Yeah. And then Mark Davis breaks his wrist in the middle of the match. Which so sucks. The audible was called. We'll get into more of that wrestle dream recap on Patreon, yeah. uh, patreon.com slash the roughhouse podcast. Um, nice. So then the audible was called for FTR to retain. And then, uh, uh, you know, this was already, I guess, you know, seeds have been sown for. Now, the real thing I want to get into is why we're FTR dropping at this point. I mean, yeah. does this have to do with uh, FD, FTR angry? 
Series uh, gun uh, case coming up here? Uh, that that is an excellent question. Um, I mean that that certainly would make sense. Although I'll, I'll just tell you where where and why I think uh, it happened. It's because okay. they don't want to run back the young bucks and FTR this quickly. Yeah, because fair. the bucks won the uh, the tag title shot um, at Wrestle Dream. They so did. we will be getting, uh, I guess, a match between the Bucks and uh, Big Bill and Ricky Starks, which on paper, okay. you know, it's it's an it's a different match. I think that's it really is. the way to look at it. It's different. It's not one of those pairings like when they were like, all right, we're pulling the trigger on Swerve Hangman, where I go, oh, fuck, I didn't know I want this, but I want this. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's different. Uh, and I think it'll be interesting just because the Bucks will have to have kind of a match out of their com- comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense to the Jacksons because they're absolutely amazing. As the last two weeks of uh, AEW television have shown, yeah. um, you know, they're a great duo. They're great individually, but they definitely have their comfort zone that they've kind yeah. of fallen into. Um, and, you know, if you had told me that the original plan was Aussie open versus the young bucks, fuck. Yeah. I would have been into that for sure. Um, for sure. But, you know, they zigged where we thought they'd zag. We have new tag champions. It's all very interesting. Um, we'll talk more about the AEW side of things. But, uh, you know what? Very quickly, let's just kind of go through the PLE that happened last night. The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Chris, Fast Lane was last yeah. night's pay-per-view. Sure was, apparently. Fast Lane, as I understood it, was called as such because it was the stop on the way to the road or on the road road, to WrestleMania. Yeah, Yeah, it was that in between Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania pay per view or PLE. Added it. Yeah. Now it's in October. Yeah. Don't know why. We're on the road to Survivor Series. Yes, uh, which, ah, boy, it, it's it's beginning to look a lot like Philip. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> the Observer reported this week that uh, Pepsi Phil and WWE uh, may be talking. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, there's a number of people backstage who do not want him in. Uh, sure, one, <laughs> you, you don't one say. Source, one source was quoted. I'm paraphrasing. I'd like to see him try that shit here because it would end real fast. I mean, I don't know who had the beer muscles in the uh, WWE locker room when they were talking to the melts, but uh, I thought that was particularly funny. And it's curious because it would have to be somebody who was there the last time Phil was there, right? right. You would think. Right. That number's not large. Yeah. I mean, it's also not small when you think about it. Uh, because you know, you got Roman, you got Seth, uh, God, I've, I've had to go through the whole roster. I, I probably land on some other options. I mean, John Cena, although John Cena probably wouldn't talk shit, let alone talk to Dave Meltzer. That'd be weird. Yeah, that would, that would That'd be very weird. I would love a sit down, you know, unedited, unfiltered 90 minutes with Meltzer and Cena. That would be fascinating. <laughs> They'd end up. Cena would say about, three words. Yeah, uh, Dave Meltzer would end up talking about fifties territorial wrestling, and you know, much like Brian Alvarez, we'd watch John Cena fall asleep in real time. You <laughs> can't see him because your eyes are closed. That's why. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> God, that would be just weird. Uh, I, I love that mental image now. Anyway. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Like a Larry King situation <laughs> where they're sitting across a desk from each other. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I guess it's going to happen. If it happens, cool. Go with God, whatever. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I don't this, watch WWE anyway, so it's no, uh, you know, yeah. no skin off my back. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just very strange. Um, oh, and, and while I digress even further uh, oh, please. during our uh, Fastlane recap, uh, NXT No Mercy was last weekend, mm-hmm. uh, the night before WrestleDream. Um, if you watch anything from that. Okay, and, I won't. And, you know, there are actually some <laughs> decent matches on it. Ila sure, I'm, I'm the, sure there are. Ila Dragunov is now the NXT world champion, which I'm shocked okay. as hell by. Uh, the opening video, which mm-hmm. they put up on Twitter and YouTube and everything so you can find it. They redid the intro to WWF No Mercy, the, the video game, the video game mm-hmm. with the NXT roster in like funky polygonal form and all of that like okay it's very well done 64 bit brown baker breaker. yes yes uh you know dominic mysterio looking like they just reskinned eddie guerrero like mm-hmm. it's 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 very very well done and that's kind know. of what he looks like in real life so. True. <laughs> uh, i don't know who is responsible for that but uh kudos to them because it, it's one of the most clever things i've seen come out of a sterile wwe in some time I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's not Shawn Michaels because if we know anything, Shawn Michaels and technology are not the best yeah, of friends. No, no, not so. at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, so the show uh, kicked off with a cold open from Pat McAvee because okay. they are in Indianapolis, Indiana, oh, and he's okay. a former Colt. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had that. Uh, opening match was the aforementioned title change, the undisputed WWE tag team titles. Uh, dropped by the Judgment Day of Finn Balor and Damian Priest, uh, and uh, Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso are the new tag champions. I guess that ends the story because he got something his father never did in WWE. <laughs> if this is the end of the story and it's, the story's never mentioned again, I just the the warmth I'll feel inside my guts and uh, not guts but gut yes. <laughs> that yes. made it sound dirty. Uh, <laughs> My guts got rearranged by Tony, uh, Cody's story getting finished. Um, yeah, if this is it, if this is the end, it's just fucking hysterical. Yeah, absolutely comical. Uh, I, I, I don't really think it's the end. Um, also, uh, more dissension in Judgment Day as J.D. McDonough accidentally hit uh, Damien Priest with the briefcase, uh, mm-hmm. which led to the finish. The uh, senior Money in the Bank briefcase? Yes. Um the LWO and a mystery partner who turned out to be Carlito. They hey. finally figured out some vague creative use of him because okay. they signed him after backlash and he's just been waiting. <laughs> uh, but They've been waiting for that long and they didn't have any music for him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, they defeated uh, Bobbert Lasciarelli and the Street Profits because, of course, the black guy's got to be a stable. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised in the least bit. Uh, Good for Carly. I mean, he looks to be in great shape. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, he he showed up and showed out uh, physically, uh, much like he did at Backlash. But I'm just sort of Mm -hmm. like, okay, you got him. Now, what are you going to do with him? So LWO features um, um, uh, King Cuerno. Yes. Zelina Vega. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Carlito and who else? Who are the uh, other? Uh, oh God, what's his name? Do you I, know? I know his 
prior name was Shima Zion. Um, what the fuck was his NXT name? Hang on. That guy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He was on like a reality show, wasn't he? Like wanting uh, to be a pro wrestler? I, I, I think he might have been. Also, uh, trivia note, he... Uh, uh, Joaquin Wild, that's his NXT name. Okay. Uh, he right. designed the original Ring of Honor logo. Uh, they had a logo contest, and he, as a 15 year old, made one and won it. Um, wow. So Santos Escobar, Cruz del Toro, Joaquin Wild, Zelina Vega, uh, Carlito. Cruz and, del Toro? Uh, yes. Uh, that is. Was he a guy before? Raul Mendoza was his prior name. Okay. Um, All right. But Ray He's a little squishy face, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rey Mysterio <laughs> technically also part of the LWO. Uh, he he's considered uh-huh, sure. the leader, but they also just kind of have him be his own thing at times. So, because Mexican. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, after that six man tag, uh, Jade Cargill was shown arriving to the arena in a limo. Well, you know what, Jade? This isn't terrible first impression. If you're going to show up to a PLE, get there on fucking time. Yeah, I know. And not right? after Come on. the second match, okay? Get there on time. You're a new You're a new hire. You're late the first day. Don't be late. You know, fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, I had to point out the stupidity of, you know, there, I, I always talk about the some of the old guard of Attitude Era people that that I fucking hate yeah. uh, bully Ray being one of them. Yes. Uh, and he posted some stupid thing about, you know, an iceberg of what AEW saw in Jade Cargill on the bigger side underneath what WWE sees. And I'm like, fuck off. They what are you even talking about win or 60 win 60, 60 undefeated streak presented as a star offered her a shit ton of money. Yes. Which she turned down. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, twice. They went back and forth yeah. twice if Tony Khan's to be believed. And I have no reason not to. I have no him. reason not to. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know. Fuck I, Bully Ray. Fuck Booker T. All I will say is. Fuck Michael Hayes. Really what was left. The only thing I could think of that they would do, that they could do with her that they didn't do is like have her go against Britt Baker. Yeah. And that would have been probably a very difficult thing to figure out how to book because Tony likes keeping Brit strong. So, you know, yeah. where where do you go with it? Um, but, you know, that's that's a whole. I, know. I, just, I just needed to get on the record. Fuck Bully Ray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck him. Uh, he was the uh, great mind behind the aforementioned Enzo and Cass angle. So. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, dude's just angling to try and get a uh, a pop at WrestleMania in Philly, yes. which I'm sure he will because oh, yeah. they love to pander. Yes. So. Um, I wouldn't be Fuck surprised anyway. if the Dudley boys go into the uh, WWE Hall of Fame this year. Ugh, they're not in there already? I don't believe they are. If they are... My bad, um, but I don't believe they are. But also, uh, fuck Billy Ray. <laughs> EO Sky retained the WWE Women's Championship over Asuka and Charlotte Flair in a triple threat match. Okay. Um, they had a moment where uh, Charlotte had the figure eight on Asuka. There was a visual tap, but uh, uh, hit, uh, uh, sorry, EO hit Charlotte with the moonsault. To get the win. Where was the ref in all this? Uh, Bailey was uh, distracting said referee as I see. was ta- tapping out. Um, I see. Da, 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 da. We had John Cena and LA Knight defeat the bloodline of Jimmy Oso and Solo Sokoa uh-huh. as LA Knight continues to be a thing. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, <laughs> so the main event of the evening was a 
last man standing match between Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura. God, I hate these matches. They beat the shit out of each other. Sure. And what I will say, though, again, in kayfabe, this is dumb. I will give them credit because someone put one and one together and went before this match. What we need to do is have a segment where Damian Priest is backstage thinking about cashing in. Okay. And they had that, but Rhea Ripley convinced Priest to not cash in. I don't know if it's because uh, uh, Priest was selling a leg injury coming off the tag match or what, but they put in a storyline reason why in a match where these two guys are beating the piss out of each other, he decides not to cash in then. Okay. Yeah. Um, you don't often see that level of uh, common sense in right, WWE right. booking. So, someone went, oh, we should explain that. Um, word on that main event is uh, it was actually pretty strong. Uh, but uh, Rollins retains, so uh, no title for Shinsuke Nakamura. And uh, I, again, want to say every time I see it written or heard said aloud, the nickname of Shin for Shinsuke Nakamura fucking sucks. Uh, yes. Yes, it does. It, it, I mean, it it's just me another... Just another syllable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, all eyes, however, on in WWE are now on this coming Tuesday because uh, NXT, of course, airs on Tuesday nights. Yeah. And because of baseball coverage, AEW mm-hmm. Dynamite will also be on Tuesday this week. Okay. So, of course, NXT is going to feature, you know, its average group of stars. So appearing on NXT this coming week are John Cena, Paul Heyman, Cody Rhodes, Asuka, Becky Lynch, and The Undertaker. Yes, yes. Noted uh, NXT alum or current NXT superstar, The Undertaker. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's transparent at this point. Oh, like, obviously. Like, oh, we, we don't see them as a competitor. and yeah. We're doing our own thing. Sure, buddy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's why you brought the fucking the, um, you know, raided the old folks home and brought out a fucking Undertaker and yeah. his little scooter or some and, shit. And that's why you're trying to make Brian Pillman Jr. sound like a big signing when you have actually zero plans for him right now. Because <laughs> he's a Cause he's nothing. fucking talent. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure he's, he's a great guy. Uh, but I'm not even sure about that. Yeah, you know, that's with true. You. He was rocking the cancel cancel culture hoodie. Yeah. Um, and he I, I believe he was also one of those guys who was working indie shows during the pandemic. But yeah, it's neither here nor there. Um, uh, yeah. I just think it's also funny that Cody Rhodes is showing up to make a major announcement. I don't know if that is supposed to be meta, but I thought it was funny. Well, I don't know if he knew this or not, but Dusty Rhodes never won the NXT championship, so <laughs> that is completing You're the story. You're the off. Okay. <laughs> I'm making up for my dad. I'm going to become the NXT champion. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, you know, it might not be that. Maybe he'll call out Becky. Dusty wasn't the women's champion either. No, no. There's a lot of titles Dusty never won because there's yeah. been a lot of titles since. Uh, so. Dominic, <clears throat> North American title. Yeah. Get it for my daddy. absolutely ridiculous uh and you know i'm i'm sure it'll be a fine show i wouldn't be surprised by the way if both shows end up kind of eating it in the ratings because well well there's also baseball on tuesday uh, including game three of the alds (laughs) so baseball at eight o'clock yeah and 
I would imagine there's some degree of overlap uh, between the two shows. Sure. So I think there'd be nothing funnier if, like, both shows do, like, 350,000. And, of course, everyone will want to know which one did more. Sure. No, it's going to be. I'm. I'm just not even going to load Twitter on Wednesday morning. I don't. <laughs> that, I think that's it's a just, great. Actually, you know what, it's just, Chris? It's going to be unbearable. The phone. Just. I. You know. I've been recently. Uh, my timeline has changed from more wrestling to more Orioles based. Anyway, so yeah, it's fair. been. <laughs> I've. I've kind of recurated a little bit for that. So that's been, you know, except for yesterday afternoon. Uh, mostly enjoyable. (laughs) But, uh, hey, let's look what's going on on the other side of the fence. We'll talk more about it in the Patreon, but they did it, Chris! AEW signed, quote-unquote, the Rated-R superstar Adam Copeland. I cannot believe... That the WWE never trademarked the rated R superstar. Yeah. Beyond me, that that it's been on T-shirts, it's been on all kinds of shit yeah. that they have uh, done and sold for for Mr. Copeland over the what thirty almost years. <laughs> yeah, he was he was in WWE for twenty five years. Yeah, um, and which is a very odd thing to say out loud, considering I still remember his debut where he broke that one guy in the Los Barriquas neck. Um, oh wow! The tope to the outside. <clears throat> um, I remember Los Barriquas. Yeah. Um, you would think they would have registered it. It sounds like they tried at one point to do so, but abandoned it, and it's just been sitting out there. Uh, considering some of the trademarks that Mister Copeland filed the same day of Wrestle Dream, I think we lucked out. Have you seen this okay. list, Chris? Uh, I don't think I have. So uh, these are probably some other turns of phrase or nicknames you'll be hearing okay. from. We've got legend with edge in the middle. So L-E-D-G-E-N-D. So okay. Leg- I mean, that's, yeah, no, I, yeah, I get it. This one makes me cringe. The iconoclast. Ugh, yeah, no. The rogue. Uh, okay. And mm. simply the word cope. Because, you know, Adam Cope. 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 What up, Cope? Cope has been a uh, something that the WWE stands have been having a hard time doing this past week. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, we, we talked about the possibilities in prior episodes. I, I think I recognize why I'm not particularly blown away by the signing. I mean, he looks excited, which is really sure. kind of an important part of all of this. But I got to thinking, his, like, main event, rated R superstar, top heel run Mm -hmm. is basically the time I was most out on professional wrestling as a fan. Okay. So, for me, my memories of Edge are... The Brood. Brood and TLC era. Yeah. uh, Plus, uh, you know, the Edge and Christian uh, flash photography era. Yeah. Big Chunk Missing. Yeah. Lame baby face uh, feuding with Alberto Del Rio. Mm. Retiring. Mm -hmm. Coming back and boring the shit out of me with Randy Orton. (laughs) Oh, man. I've forgotten about that match. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, (laughs) 
the next year he had what was one of my favorite matches of the year, him, Roman, and <clears throat> Daniel Bryan at mm-hmm. that year's Mania, the first one in front of people in two years yeah. or whatever it was. Um, so in turn, I, I don't really get excited because I really missed out on, you know, his top tier work, I suppose. Right. Um, but based off the reaction in Seattle on Sunday, uh, people are really hyped about this. I mean, look, I, I think it's a smart acquisition. Sure. Um, I mean, I'm not sure the money he's getting. Obviously, that's not something that's that's talked about. Um, maybe eventually down the line, those figures will come out. But, yeah. you know, for it's, you know, Tony loves his WCW. It's been well noted about this. Very and this is a very... You know, very picking up the, you know, uh, I'm trying to, because he's not quite of the Hogan level. Of, he's, I believe he's older maybe like than a, Hogan was when WCW picked him up. Well, yeah, but he's, despite having retired, or maybe to the benefit of having retired for all those years, yeah. moves around a little better and, and yeah. you know, initially has a better move set too. Um, <clears throat> but in terms of the like the the level of get it is... Like I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to, because he's much older than Hall and Ash were when they jumped. Yes. Um, and I mean, obviously, you just said older than Hogan, so maybe like a Piper or or yeah, uh, Savage. The, I mean, Savage the, had been there for a while. The then, comparison um, that I've seen a lot online was when Mick Foley jumped to TNA. Okay. Where you would think on paper there'd be some uh, some juice in it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's this guy who has been proven as a solid hand and, and what have you. Um, of course, in the McFoley TNA side, it really didn't move the needle. Uh, yeah. Based off of ratings this week, really didn't move the needle. Um, but we'll see how it plays out. Like, he's a talented guy. And yeah. if his running buddy Christian is any indication, who is doing the greatest work of his career right now... Full stop. We could see something good out of this. Uh, just yeah, and yeah, it, I, I, I'm just not like doing backflips here. No, but I mean, you know, there are matchups here with some of the, you know, he he rattled off a list at the press conference, the scrum afterwards of, yeah. you know, he's never been in a match with Samoa Joe, which I'm like, I don't think you want to do that. Don't know about that. No disrespect to Joe, but yeah, I mean, one muscle buster and you get fucking Tyson. And that's about yeah. it. <laughs> um, but I feel like there are matchups that would be yeah. exciting. And yeah. I think that will prove to be good matches. Yeah. You know, uh, provided Randy Orton's nowhere near there. And I don't think he will be. So I think, uh, you know, I, I, I was never a big edge head <clears throat> in any era to be honest, but sure. you know, I think it's, it, I think it's a good pickup. Um, and there's, there's, there's possibilities there. Obviously, you know, there's going to be stuff going on with Christian, which is mm-hmm. pretty much the best way in, I think at this point, yeah. Yeah. Um, cause like you said, Christian has been killing it. They, they're, you know, Nick Wayne turned on Darby and there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on, yeah. uh, in, in this world right here. So, you know, this storyline, which, you know, on paper, we're like Christian and Darby main eventing a pay-per-view yeah, until like, realized, Oh, this is why, because fucking edge is coming out. Um, 
yeah, I, we'll, we'll see where it goes. I, I'm, you know, m- more than accepting of the fact that, you know, a couple months from now I could be putting my foot in my mouth or eating my words or, sure. or sure. eating some humble pie and he could have shit the bed and, uh, yeah. you know, who knows. But yeah. same for any signing, honestly. Yeah, it's it, this is not the, like, uh, foundation-shaking sort of signing. It's not Kurt Angle to impact level. This is not uh, back-to-back Adam Cole and Brian Danielson level. Like... No, I mean he's he's not even yeah he's he's not the biggest signing AEW's ever had, yeah, and th- no. that was a good dis like of all wrestling discourses that happen on Twitter. Yeah. One of the more interesting ones was what is AEW's biggest signing ever? Yeah, um, and you know most people went right to Jericho, uh, which I yeah, have hard to good argue. arguments for. Hard to argue, but honestly, I think Moxley is is right up there yeah. uh with him and maybe brian right underneath yeah uh, uh if, if you I'm know right. what for good or for ill you gotta throw cm punk in there it's true because it worked until it didn't yeah but and then it didn't a couple times yeah <laughs> um you know that 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 was a re- you know it was a relationship where the sex was good but they couldn't decide when to break it off that's pretty much what it was um yeah anyway uh, Dynamite this week was from Stockton, California. John Stockton, California. Yes. yes. Uh, shooting some hoops right there. Yeah. Uh, and he kicked off with an international title match between Ray Fenix and Nick Jackson. Uh, a rematch from the eighth episode of Dynamite for this four-year anniversary mm-hmm. show. Um, this match was absolutely thrilling. Uh, just uh, These guys are so good against each other yeah we've seen it you know whether it's the trios matches the tag team matches or even singles uh, and now in singles like the the lucha bros and the young bucks just have this surreal simpatico chemistry where they're able to just make things work um Phoenix is definitely not in a good spot physically right now (laughs) uh yeah, but uh, the point where he was taken out of the match on the at Wrestle Dream. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just because they went, oh shit, we want him to do a match on Wednesday. Don't yeah. break Phoenix. <laughs> Don't break him. Um, but I, I thought, I thought this match was phenomenal. Uh, the, the fucking bounce back Canadian Destroyer spot, one of the most wild things I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's hard to argue against these guys. Uh. Yeah, just great, great stuff. I do like this idea that between Orange Cassidy, this is what they were putting over in commentary, between Orange Cassidy, John Moxley, now Fenix, it's like the belt is cursed. That people get injured with yeah. the international champion. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's both in real life as a shoot and in storyline. So, yes. you know, bleed them together. Why not? Yes. Then we had uh, the first of two airings of an Adam Cole Roderick Strong video uh, as TBS, I guess, just hit the mute button. I I don't know how this happens because people watching on flight saw the whole thing with audio. Oh, really? Yes. Um, It's very, very weird. Yeah, um, somebody left something potted down or on mute or something yeah. like that in, and, uh, in they, a control room somewhere. They worked it out in real time uh, so that <laughs> they were able to run it back later in the show and get an overrun yeah. of Dynamite. Um, 
I, I can only imagine how harried that phone call was. Tony Khan just yelling at some schmuck at WBD. Yeah. You got, I mean, they need to see the audio. It's important to our show. And if they don't know what's going on, it's going to it's gonna screw up what we're doing on Tony, Rampage. Tony, and, Tony, and, it's okay. Let's go. No, no, you got it. You got, you got 10 minutes. It's fine. Okay. Fruit baskets in the mail. I'll send you an edible arrangement. <laughs> you want a Fulham jersey? Let's let's get you a Fulham jersey. You want you want to see the Jags game this Sunday? I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, I I want to know w- once you saw it with audio, what did you think of the? Oh, did you not see? Okay, <laughs> I I haven't had a chance to watch. I I left I left I uh, went out of yes, town. That's on right. You went out of Thursday, town on Thursday. So, um, <laughs> I haven't watched Dynamite. Okay. Uh, I, I I was I was gonna ask what you thought of it, uh, just because this is definitely the most WWE in storytelling they've ever been, um, and it's just kind of weird also that it is with two guys who well one kind of fit the mold in Adam Cole because he can talk, but Roddy Strong was never a strong talker. Meanwhile, he's fucking hysterical in this, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, is is he just yelling at him, or is he doing more than that? Oh, there's a whole back and forth. Okay. Uh, That's what I will will say. Well, that's Uh, the benefit of pre-tapes, is you can get uh, get get multiple takes. Very true. Uh, We did 37 takes. This was the best best one. one. Um, We had... For me, two surprise returns, but only one was supposed to be considered a surprise return. Griff Garrison in ring. <laughs> Turns out he's hey, still employed. Good for you. And we get the return of Wardlow as he absolutely murders Griff Garrison with five of the sickest power bombs I've ever seen. R.I.P. Griff. I, I think someone was like, all right, Wardlow, we want you to murder people now. So take a few months away and learn how to make everything look really mean because yeah. he murked Griff. Um, I mean, but where, you know, th- does this put him back on a collision course with MJF again? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if they're it, building him up to be a monster, you yeah, think they gotta, that they, they would be a title picture in mind. They've run him and Joe before. They've run him and Luchasaurus before. They've run him mm-hmm. and Hobbs. They've run him in Max before. Yeah. Uh, have they done him in Archer? Another gentleman who is surprisingly still employed? He is He is very much still employed. Surprisingly, I, not because I don't want him to be employed. Surprisingly, because you go, he hasn't oh, been yeah. on TV in a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not 100% if they have. I f- feel like maybe briefly, like a one-off match, but I don't, I don't think it was a feud or anything. I don't know. Yeah. Um, My brain don't work good. Yeah. Anyway, Renee Paquette backstage with the Callis family, um, talking about uh, how Sammy pinned Chris Jericho at Wrestle Dream. Sammy, however, not clear to compete. So in the tag match that was scheduled, Kyle Fletcher replacing Sammy Guevara, uh, joining up with uh, Takeshita against Omega and Jericho later that evening. Okay. Um, they reran the Adam Cole segment here. And then we had a match that I'm not sure if it was for the trios titles because they never said it out loud. Uh, <laughs> it was a acclaimed and father butt uh, beating the jobber trio of the butcher, the blade, and Kip Sabian. Oh, Papa Booty! All right, let's go. Um, we had the final installment of the Tony Storm portrait of a star 
uh, video series with where, RJ, uh, with RJ City, where uh, Tony Storm realizes who she really is, and that is timeless Tony Storm. Okay, I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, this entire angle is RJ City's idea. Man, which, does that track? Which <laughs> does that you. does that make the most sense out of anything I've heard this morning? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Then uh, Juice Robinson and the Guns make their way to the ring for an in-ring promo segment. Not even a Tony okay. Schiavone there to greet them. They're just out there right. to talk. I mean, um, you know, Tony's kind of worthless out there anyway. I mean, not, and that's not a slight on Tony. No, no, no. It's, it's just, people just work around him. He asks fast. one questions, and then they grab the microphone, and he just kind of slowly slinks yes. off. And out. then business picks up, and he leaves the ring. Yes. I mean, um, save the guy some steps. Just put a mic in the ring. So basically, they call out MJF. Because of the closing angle of Dynamite the week before, where they started right. to build. Jay White's still not in the building. Yeah, He's Jay still White's selling the injury. St- yeah, selling the injury. Uh, calling him out saying, look, you know, I don't know why I had to jump him in a mask. Uh, you know, you could have just done it like a man, blah, 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 blah. That brings MJF out. And MJF proceeds to have the most edge on Billy Gunn level burial promo of Everyone in the ring <laughs> and not in a fun way. Like oh. the, the mic battle between Jay White and MJF the week before I yes. thought was mostly good. The tofu nickname is one of those things where it's like, you don't point out the, the, the real flaw of the guy. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Jay White's Jay White is phenomenal. I think he held his own in that promo battle. However, it was just one of those nicknames where it's just like, this is going to fuck the guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had that with this segment where MJF uh, called Robert, uh, Juice Robinson a talentless taint. Mm. Not I a mean, line. I'm a sucker for alliteration, yeah. but, you know, yeah. I mean, my, my, my band name in Guitar Hero 2 was Taint Tickler. Oh. So mm-hmm. trust me, I, yeah. I, I get it. But I was also 22 at the time. <laughs> and you know what? Max is 25. So, uh, you know, okay. I, I guess it makes All sense. All right. Um, I guess it does. Actually, he might be a little older than that. But still, he's young. I don't even think he's 30 yet. Yeah. Um, Fucking youths. Uh, it is kind of funny, though, because in the main event promo on Dynamite, uh, Edge or Adam Copeland, Adam Copeland. Uh, took the time to talk about people he wanted to go against and threw out a nickname that I don't think has ever been used before for Juice Robinson, that I love. Okay. I called him the stray bullet Juice Robinson. Okay. That's a great nickname. That is that is perfect in my eyes. Yeah, no, it fits his personality, Bullet Club, Bang Bang Gang, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there's been no shortage of nicknames floating around uh, that whole crew in the extended history of the yes. BC. So well, yeah, straight bullet. I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. So MJF said, you know what? How about we have a fight here tonight? He goes into the ring to uh, beat down uh, the guns and juice Robinson. M- uh, MJF is then jumped by Jay white who came in through the crowd, hits the blade mm. runner, grabs the uh, belt and the microphone and says that uh, he will challenge him on November 18th at full gear, which means technically we started an angle for a world title the week before a different pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Very well, weird. So the mystery is still not yeah, solved. It's, it's still unsolved. 
Uh, What's your prevailing theory? Well, the one guy was wearing a a turtleneck that was clearly (laughs) covering a neck brace. Right. So Roddy's there. Sure. In terms of who the devil was. Yeah. People are presuming Adam Cole, but his ankles fuck fucked. Right. He wouldn't even be able to stand there. So, yeah, he wouldn't be able to stand there. The most interesting theory I saw, and if you go back and watch like the, the segment, the body language actually works, is that it's Britt Baker. Yep, that's my that's mine too. And the body type certainly yeah, it, fits, it fits as well. It fits. Yeah. And I was just like, that's intriguing. <clears throat> yeah. That it's all of these people forming together because they they hate Max because and they want Adam their Adam Cole back. is close to them. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's that's different. And I like yes. that. Yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm here for that. Curious to see how it plays out on the Brit side of things, if it is her. Indeed. Uh, Renee Paquette was backstage with Hook and Orange Cassidy. Uh, they w- ended up putting over the title match happening next Tuesday between John Moxley and Ray Fenix for the international title. Um, Orange Cassidy said, you know what? It makes sense. He was champion for three weeks. He should get a title shot. Although, you know, I was champion for 11 months. <laughs> okay. Poor OC. He's um, just tired. Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho had a match with Takeshita and Kyle Fletcher. Super fun match. Kyle Fletcher unsurprisingly takes the pin with a one-wing yeah. angel, but this was all about the post-match angle where, holy fucking shit, Powerhouse Hobbs has joined the Callus family and murdered, murdered Kenny Omega. I mean, a Hobbs and Omega singles match definitely piques my interest. Yeah. Yeah, th- th- this is the type of shit AEW was built for. These yeah. guys who are on their way up, who need that little that little bit of oomph. Yeah. We're getting it. So And Kenny's eating enough L's, one more ain't gonna hurt him at this yeah, point. Exactly. <laughs> um Renee Paquette backstage with MJF in the trainer's office, checking to see how he's doing. In come the acclaimed and father butt. Max Caster starts massaging MJF in an angle that only makes sense if you've been following them on Twitter <laughs> yes. in the past few years. Well, really only Max, because uh, I'm sorry, Max Caster, because yes. MJF mostly doesn't respond to the stuff that Max. I'm curious what their off-screen relationship is like. Yeah, uh, I think they're both create a pro guys. Yeah, no, so, I'm sure they're, you know, so there's no way Max would, MJF would go along with yeah. This whole thing, if he wasn't in on the in on the story, but yes. I, I I as somebody who enjoys Max Caster's Twitter in or Twitter, wow, yep. Twitter, um, did did enjoy that little bit there. Yeah, I, I will say I'm now uh, worried we're going to get MJF the acclaimed and father butt against Bullet Club Gold on the way to uh, full gear. Um, <laughs> we had a sit down promo from Joey Samoe as he unleashed in my eyes what is his new character. Samoa Joe, the most interesting man in the world, <laughs> as it's just him in a suit holding a, 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 I don't know what liquor it was, but he was holding a yeah. little glass of liquor, he had a cigar, and just talking about, you know what, he's been a champion, he's uh, he's hungry, and he's going to eat. That's how he put it. I mean, maybe a poor choice of words for a guy with that body frame, but I <laughs> look, a... a quietly confident Samoa Joe is one yes. of the most intimidating things uh you know one would see him being in a suit gives me you know uh main event mafia ick vibes fair, hopefully it's not fair. that sort of thing yeah. uh hopefully you know it, get a Dosaki's fucking sponsorship for all that yeah. you know yeah uh Why not? make it happen you got crossover appeal now you're in a peacock show 
Right. Um, Timeless Tony Storm defeated Sky Blue. Uh, fun match, but most notable for the fact that Tony Storm mid-match walked up to the camera and said, we'll be right back after these very, very important sponsors, which took us to Pitcher and Pitcher. I I don't hate it. I, 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 I think it's fantastic. I, I'm, that's a lot of ass in that match, though. I, have, yeah, I might have to yeah. watch that on half speed. <laughs> <laughs> we had the standard promo train for Rampage and Collision and all that fun stuff. But I only mention it because Stokely Hathaway got promo time on on Dynamite. Oh, big Stoke! For yeah. who, who, whom is he? For whom is he uh, advocating at this moment? Well, he's currently the Commissioner of Ring of Honor. Oh, that's so, right. So uh, we were we were having a four way to determine the number one contender. Uh, he said that uh, Kingston was going to have to be on commentary for the match, and he said Ring of Honor needs a champion who smells like Tom Ford, not Burger King and Newports. <laughs> hysterical <laughs> and probably pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. I I literally I was walking around New York uh, the past couple days, and I did at least three um, you know double takes because I was like was that is that Eddie Kingston? Just people how people look in New York. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, just just people in New York. It was just people uh, in New York. I was like, that could have been. No, it wasn't Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then Adam Copeland came out for the main event promo. Uh, like we said, he was talking about matches you could have: John Moxley, Miro, Powerhouse Hobbs, Juice Robinson, all these people. Um, but he wanted to uh, call out his old buddy Christian Cage. Uh, Christian comes out. Adam says uh, they've been friends for forty years. It's why they got into wrestling. Um, he talks about why he did what he did on Sunday, which is because he, Christian was beating up Sting, a guy who they both admired and looked up to. Um, he said, you know what? First time in 20 years, I think we should team back up. We can go against teams like FTR and the Young Bucks. And please, God, Tony, don't do Edge and Christian versus the Hardys. I know you want to, but don't do it. Anyway. Yeah, please. Edge was like, hey, we can end our careers together as a tag team, show we were truly one of the greats. What do you think about that? Christian Cage takes the mic, gives him a big hug, and says, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Amazing. No notes. No notes. No notes. 10 out of 10. Good stuff. Uh, Then Friday night, we had Rampage. It's a show no one's waiting on. Yeah, uh, although uh, a match is worth seeing from it, Usually um, it is. and it's not this one. The Hardys, Trent Beretta, and Chuck Taylor defeated the not-quite-JAS mm. of Matt Menard, Angelo Parker, Jake Hager, and Daniel Garcia. Um, Claudio, Casagnoli, and Wheeler Yuta defeated two jobbers um, named Wise Guy Ruiz and Levi Shapiro. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Did they hack into the uh, website that NXT uses to generate names? <laughs> Certainly feels like it. That or they just, you know, like me, cribbed from uh, Key and Peele's uh, East West Coast yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Um, we had the four way for the Ring of Honor world title shot Commander, Lince Dorado, Penta L, Zero Miedo, and Johnny TV. What a four way. Wow. Um, yeah. Big Lucha vibes. Less than 10 minutes, unfortunately. 9.49, according to the time on the Observer. And Pentawan, right? Uh, it was Commander, actually, who got the win. Okay. Um, we had a promo from Ortiz on Mike Santana. More crucially, forgot to mention this earlier, we had a Halloween 3-esque return promo for Danhausen. Hell yeah, brother. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, then the main event was, uh, a, as they like to do on Rampage, a women's tag match. As uh, Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida defeated Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir. Okay. 
And then that took us to last night. As it was Collision. Again, we're going to run through this real quick. Uh, as we mentioned, Big Bill and Ricky Starks defeated FTR to win the belts. Definite big surprise. I've not had yeah. a chance to watch this because I had an art fight show last night. Same. Yeah. And yeah. Chris was uh, coming back from New York. Uh, Brian Danielson defeated Kyle Fletcher. I really want to see that. Um, yeah. All I saw was the tope that Kyle Fletcher almost killed himself on. So, uh, you know, if that's an indication as to how good this match is, I'm here for it. Uh, after the match, the Gates of Agony, who are, of course, Bishop Khan and Tia Leone, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they ended up jumping Brian Danielson. Um, ahead of Danielson's match against Swerve Strickland coming up on Tuesday. Holy fucking shit. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, Claudio and Wheeler ran them off and they actually made a match for Rampage six days in advance as it's going to wow. be Claudio and Yuta against the Gates of Agony. Um, Bullet Club Gold beat a whole bunch of luchadors. Uh, so it was Deuce Robinson, the guns against Metalik, Gravity, and Angelico. Okay. Hey, uh, Angelico getting a TV uh, spot. Good for yeah. you. Um, we had uh, um, a promo after that from Jay White talking about how uh, he was going to defend his title because he stole the belt from MJF against Hangman Adam Page. Um, is is Jay White like pissed off in any of these promos? Yes. Like, if, yes. okay, yeah. Because if I was him after being jumped by you know guys in masks and you know the turtlenecks covering neck braces, I'd be I'd be pissed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick Wayne cut a promo. Uh, it was a backstage promo pre-tape talking about how he always had to live in Darby's shadow, just like Christian had to live in Adam Copeland's shadow. You know what? I I, I did watch this online. Yeah. He's overacting a little bit, um, but For I feel like it was eighteen-year-old. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. I, it's it's a pretty good base and a yeah. lot to, you know a couple things to improve on but i think he's on the right track for sure yeah. and you know if he's going to be working with christian then yeah you know dude's going to pick up some some good uh some good notes here yes um the acclaimed successfully defended the uh trios titles against the iron savages um we got a video package showing the history between keith lee and shane taylor is that still coming uh timeless tony storm defeated kira hogan uh, and then uh, we had uh, Eddie Kingston successfully defend the Ring of Honor title against Commander. Okay. Oh, uh, which on was... paper sounds weird, but remember, Eddie Kingston came from Chikara, so he went sure. against Lucha Guys in the past. Uh, and then uh, main event was, uh, again, a main event promo uh, from Adam Copeland. Uh, <laughs> okay. So it was really just to heat up the fact that on Tuesday... Uh, yeah. It's him versus Luchasaurus. So we talked about how loaded they're making NXT. Here's what's going on on Dynamite. It's a hell of a show. Adam Copeland making his in-ring debut against Luchasaurus. Okay. The aforementioned number one contendership for the TNT title match, Swerve Strickland and Brian Danielson. Fuck yeah, let's the Seattle go. boys. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix versus John Moxley for the international title. Do you think do they, they switch it back? I was going to say, yeah, the the hot potato went right back to Mox here. I honestly, I could see it, and uh, what the hell? Throw Filthy Tom out so they can run the angle they were supposed to do in New York. Okay, Filthy Tom, by the way, smartest man in AEW. Uh, he's gotten paid for multiple shots, I presume, and not worked a single real match. <laughs> um, Soraya is defending the women's title against Hikaru Shida. Let's just move that belt. Let's just get yeah, that they one won't. over. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Chris Jericho. 
and Switchblade Jay White against Hangman Adam Page should be a really fun show. Yeah, and why are uh, Jay White and Hangman wrestling again? I know you mentioned something about. Uh, is there well, a title implication here, th- or th- there is a title implication in so much as uh, Jay White stole the belt. So uh, he was talking about, oh, I could I could be a better defending champion than MJF, but he's like, ah, Got you it. know what? It should be an eliminator match. So <laughs> that's what they're doing there. Okay. Um, All right. You look on paper, it's a great card. I, I think it's going to be a real fun show. Uh, I don't know how it's going to play out, and hopefully, unlike this past week, they actually put it on the DVR listings properly, because this past week. Dynamite was shown as airing at 4 p.m. Oops. And instead, my DVR had uh, what was listed as multiple episodes of Young Sheldon. Oh, well, time to uh, throw your DVR out the window yeah, now. Gonna yeah, set it on fire. Bazinga. The Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughhouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Roughhouse Redos, and Roughhouse Divided Movie Trivia Games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House, uh podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. Listen here, baby brother, got some of the kinder care kid, baby, five little small people running to and fro around their house. You got some shit to do. Leave them with me, Dusty D. Diddle Rhodes at the Dusty Rhodes Detention Baby Center. That's right. It's a daycare for your little shits. I was able to raise Dustin into the wackadoo, tranny, gold-covered wackanizzle that he was, as well as Cody. Whatever he did with that mustache, baby brother, he picked it up at the Dusty Rhodes Detention slash daycare center. We got stuff to climb on. Big boxes, small boxes, a mama Celeste pizza for one. That six of these motherfuckers is going to have to split. Ain't nobody going to get enough food. Someone's going to have to have some Kool-Aid and five pitchers of water, but only one packet. That shit's going to be watery, baby brother. Ain't nobody going to get enough to eat, drink, or play with here at the Dusty Roads Detention Center. Look for me. I'm the house with the spots and the sun with the gold ass paint passed out in the front yard. Use code mustache for 5% off your child if it's a baby of color, baby brother.